They say winning ain't everything. Well, we don't have them tight conversations over here, man. Had that conversation with the losers. We trying to win at everything we do. Even in the loss, we don't see defeat. We see a lesson learned. Straight up. Look, I came into this world in 1978 The doc looked me in my face and knew I was something great 45-42 Prescott, that's where I'm from Grew up in the slums around dope dealers and bums As humble as I was, I adapted to my habitat In my own lane though, far from where they crashing at Dumb bar graduate, the game out of mastered it Served in the Navy, look, y'all don't know the half of it Pops passing no one, moms passed last year I know they up in heaven smiling down crying mad tears Cause they son making it, no telling where I'm taking it My city been cursed, but I feel that I'm breaking it Coach that went high in 15 in one state Seen the fork in the road and went straight I know what I'm worth. I'm OG King Kirk, Brooklyn Nets gaming crew legend. Let's work. Hey, this is OG King Kirk, your host of the OG Two Cents podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you who tune in every Sunday. Uh, we truly appreciate it. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, comment, and share. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Helps us out a lot. Links are in the descriptions for all available streaming platforms. Uh, let's continue to stand up against any form of social injustice and racism. And this episode is brought to you by Zenny Blocks. Make sure to armor your eyes with Zenny Blocks Virtual Clear Blue Blockers. It's important to protect your eyes from the harmful blue light from your digital screens. So you'll have less eye strain and that makes for better sleep and performance. Check them out at zenny.com gaming or follow them at Zenny Gaming on Twitter and Instagram. Today's episode, episode 41, Don't Touch My Controller with Johnny Marcos. Uh, I truly admire this man's work. I mean, it's in, it's in the line of gaming. Uh, anybody who knows me knows that gaming is a big part of my life. Um, you know, I don't want to do too much talking, but he is the founder of Custom Controllers. And if you don't know who Custom Controllers is, you're going to find out on this episode. Uh, so with further ado, Johnny Marcos, how you doing today? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me on here. How you doing? No, I'm I'm great, man. I'm great, man. I'm I'm pumped. Uh, you know, this is in my realm. This is my world. Uh, I de- you know definitely you can't play the games. Well, you can play the games without the controller. You know, a lot of PC gamers will say, you know, they're 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 the only real gamers. So, uh, right. but in, in our world, you know, we need that controller, and uh, it it looks like you're the man to call when it comes to that. Hey, you could say that again. I mean, shoot. I, I define what custom controller is, you know, everything is made to order and you can pull something out of your head and, and have it happen to a controller. Man, you know, with all that being said, uh, you know, I want you to tell your story and how you got to where you are today. All right. So let's see, start off. What I was in high school was doing uh YouTube for the longest doing uh iPhone videos, iPhone hacks and tweaks and stuff like that. And at that time, YouTube was still fairly new and I was doing a lot of uh, a lot of bot views until they caught on and they banned me off of YouTube. So I was like, all right, I need something else to do. So I put my uh, put my feet into the music industry, did that for about a year and a half, did a lot of social media marketing and networking and stuff like that was too shady for me. So I was like, I need something something to where I could pursue what I love doing on a daily basis. So I started doing uh, 
doing, you know, changing up controllers and customizing them and whatnot. Again, had zero knowledge of what I was doing, didn't know how to take anything apart. I was just like anybody else. Let me look up on YouTube and see how to take it apart, how to swap it out, you know, this and that. So first control I did was a, was a PS3 controller. And slowly from there, it just, you know, started taking off my first, first clients to this day. And I always remind them and let them know was uh, Captain Redbeard from uh, GameStop TV at the time when he was still doing that. And Ronnie 2K, which I was introduced to him through uh, Captain Redbeard. So I was able to do a 2K themed controller for Ronnie 2K at the time. And from there, it just was word of mouth. And that's how I pretty much built up my name and, and started growing and, you know, working with all these athletes and celebs and, and whatnot and being able just to have fun with it and just create just just out of the ordinary, just something unique and different than what you see other, you know, other people doing. Now at Custom Controllers, you, now is it just you or is it a team? And if it's a team, like how many, how many is it? So, so see, that's the thing. Everybody's like, okay, they look at me and they're like, oh, well, it looks like it's just you. It's a small company. It's nothing major. Then, then they think, well, damn, he's pumping out all these or he's doing all this. And it looks like he's got at least a team of, of like 50. So what I tell people, it's, it, it's me that's running pretty much all the day-to-day, -day, all everything that you see. But when you see controls being put out that are painted or, or hand done or whatever it may be, I have a team of painters that live all around me in LA, Orange County, uh, just all over SoCal pretty much that I just go ahead and be like, I, I know each of their expertise and what they're good at, at painting. So if somebody wants a portrait done or they want something artistic done or whatever it may be, I pretty much commission them to get it done. So I got a, at least a good seven to 10 painters on my, on my team that I'll go ahead and commission them out to get it painted. But uh, when it comes down to it, it's just me that runs everything that you see that gets posted, that gets done. So uh, I'm the man that's doing everything. Got you. What are, what are some of your uh, favorite designs? Favorite design. See, that's the thing. Every time I do a design, I'm like, definitely one of the best ones, but I think <laughs> to date, Today is probably the snakeskin controller that I did with Quincy. And that in itself was, again, one of those things that just came off the top of his head. And he was like, well, let's, I got a snake, it's shedded. Let's go ahead and wrap his skin around a controller. And I'm sitting there looking at him like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, why not? I was like, screw it, why not? Let's do it. So that that in itself was a two month process and he was happy to do it and, and we had fun with it. So there's, there's, there's a lot of controllers. I'm, I'm just thinking that one for sure. Um, there's, there's too many, there's too many to, to pick out. I want maybe, maybe T-Pain's the steampunk one that we did for him. That one was a good one. Um, anytime I'm able to put LEDs in a controller, those are fun, fun to put together. So there's, there's a good handful. There's a good handful, but Speaking of T Pain, uh, I'm 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 in his stream a lot. Uh, he's very, very always has been entertaining. But like to see it on Twitch and and different things like that. I mean, I I love it. I mean, it's always a good time. And uh, something I typically turn on when I get ready to, to lay down at night and I'm done playing a game or whatever, whatever, because it's it's always entertaining. Um, I actually seen 
uh, the controller uh, for Quincy. Uh, I seen it on Facebook. I thought it was super dope. The concept. Uh, I'm a big. I'm big on creativity and just different ideas. So uh, I fall in love with a lot of different things because I just like to see uh, things that I never thought of or, or wouldn't have thought of, and that's that easily entertains me. Um, you know, who all, you know, you mentioned T-Pain, uh, you mentioned Quincy, but who else have you done work for? So, okay, so T-Pain, just since we're bringing him up, I've met him a couple of times and just like his streams, he's full of energy. He loves to joke around. He, he's, you know, loads of fun. He was another one, you know, early on uh, when I started, he was another client that, you know, time and time again, he always hits me up to get controllers done. Um, one of them was Snoop. We did a couple for Snoop. Uh, another good one is the game. Always did the game. Every time he gets a new console or gets mm -hmm. something, you know, that pops in his mind, I'm the first person he calls, hey, I need this, this, and this. Okay, no problem, bro. Get it done. I'll go drive out to him, go drop it off. He's always been cool. Um, I remember doing Mayweather back in the day when he had his uh, Pacquiao fight. Did that one. That one I had to go through uh, one of his people just to go get it delivered. So, that one, experience. yeah, that one was like, I even asked, I was like, can you take a picture, you know, posing with it, this and that. They're like, you got a few mil for him to do it. I was like, hey, I'll just take what I can get. <laughs> so, right. So there was that one. I'm trying to think who else. I remember doing uh, Larry Nance Jr. before he got traded. Same with uh, D'Angelo Russell. Did him. So, I mean, uh, Chevy Woods, uh, who signed the Taylor Gang. So. It's always it's just people that just see it and they're like, yeah, we want to do some some different, something out of the box or just something that they kind of meshes with them pretty much. Now, that list that list is extensive and I'm sure it goes on and on and on. Uh, um, yeah. You know, you know. And it like, do you have like the, like I said, the list is extensive, but do you have somebody who you haven't worked with? that you would would want to work with so just just off the top of my head for sure uh ocho cinco just because he's a heavy gamer uh ice t he's another heavy gamer that both of them they both follow me and and i see them they game a lot and it'd be dope to work with them and then probably just off the top of my head uh joiner lucas who to this day i still kick myself in the head just because uh, not too long ago, he was performing uh, at a at a, an arena not too far from me, and this was fairly before he started blowing up. And I was like, I don't know much about him, but it would be dope to do something for him. And I know at that time I could have easily reached out and and got my foot in the door, but it, now it's just a little too hard just because he's he's you know he's well known now and everybody knows him, so it's it's harder to pursue. But again, it, you know it. I don't doubt it. It won't happen. It just the time and a place for it to happen. That's how I look at it. Well, I got you. I definitely understand that. It'd be a situation where, you know, you, you have to get with his people, his people have to get back with you and different things right. like that. So just uh time is at an essence, um, you know, thoughts on the NBA 2K league. Dang. Uh, I still remember when it first started. I, I, I remember the first season when it started going mainstream. And I think that's what made gaming go mainstream how it is now, just because, yeah, you still had Call of Duty. You had, you know, the MLG tournaments, the UMG, you had the Halo tournaments. You, you had all those, but people still looked at it as, OK, these are just kids playing games 
and it's not really what it is now. Now, when you had the NBA use 2K, make the 2K league and, and get these players and draft them and, and treat them as if they're actual NBA athletes, now it's mainstream and people are looking at it like, damn, these kids are actually getting paid to sit there and play some, you know, some 2K or whatever it is that they're playing and they're getting paid this much. Okay, now there's a business in it. Now it's an industry to where it's a it's a it's a real profession. You know, beforehand it was okay, they're just sitting there playing games. Like I remember growing up, I used to spend my time playing, you know, shoot, playing wrestling games, playing, you know, sports games, whatever I was playing, wasting my time. I still remember my parents, are oh, you just gonna sit there, waste your time? You're not gonna focus on school, you're not gonna do this, you're just gonna waste your life away. Now they look at it and they're like, damn, okay, well, go ahead, do what you got to do to get, you know, get paid. So it, it's crazy how things just turn around so quick. Uh, exactly right. Um, I think about that every day when I get up and, and every night before I go to sleep. I mean, it's uh, truly amazing uh, where the game of 2K has, has came uh, from, yeah. you know, just being a popular, a very popular game that we played for fun and now. Uh, it's actually a competitive esports, so it's, uh, it's it's always gonna be forever dope for me. Um, right. You know, thoughts on next gen uh, PS5 and Xbox uh, Series? Well, I, I'll just put it out there. I got lucky to get into that first wave of getting the PS5, so <laughs> I've been playing. I've been playing 2K21, Miles Morales, and then just playing the other games I got. Uh, just spent all day playing Mortal Kombat 11. And just the graphics and just the next gen of it, I can see why there's so much hype and why a lot of people are trying to get their hands on it. Besides the whole hype of it, of just getting in and people flipping it for outrageous prices. But there is there is a lot of time and effort that went into just the next gen and the graphics and how realistic it feels and, and looks and how it plays like. There's a big difference jump, jumping from like a PS4 to a PS5 and playing 2K21 and and just the adaptiveness of the, the triggers, for example. And, you know, you're posting up a big man and you're a little dude posting up. You can feel like how hard it is to post up against them. Like it gives that realism to the game. So I, I feel like it makes it feel more, again, realistic. So, <laughs> but no, it's it's well worth it. And kind of leading into that, I was going to ask you, uh, what, what do you think about, you know, 2K on next gen? I, I, and I see you always see a lot of people, uh, they kind of spaz out. I think panic in the beginning, you know, the game is always going to get patched uh, sooner than later uh, at some point. But um, I think it's pretty fun uh, to play a uh, little nerves here and there as far as from the can. I think people get confused between uh casual and competitive uh on, from the casual standpoint it's a great game on the competitive side just nerf a few things and really we could be uh you know we actually could be at the point of having one of our better 2ks but what what are your thoughts on it no i agree 100 percent. i mean like you said you look at the casual and the, and the competitive side like i'm a casual player a lot of the things that people point out like all the 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 shot meters off or jump shots are off or whatever may be off. I don't, I personally don't see that just because I'm a casual gamer. I'm just playing it just to enjoy it. Whereas, you know, competitive, they're looking at it from, again, from a competitive standpoint, because a lot of these guys are playing to try to get drafted into, 
into the league and and trying to you know perfect their craft which is understandable but it, it it's getting to where it's one of those better 2ks that we've gotten over the years to where again it's it's more spot on graphically and gameplay wise it's very smooth and and it still gives that competitive feel and it, it's not one of those games where you can just pick up and it's just easy to play you gotta you got it's it's a learning curve in a way which is also good for any kind of game because you don't want you don't want to pick up a game that's just too easy and you're just like well I kind of wasted my money on it you want to have some kind of learning curve to where you know you're trying to better yourself at playing the game so that's that's how I look at it I mean I always tend to play with different teams just to you know try out different players and try to get their jump shots down or you know play their you know their defense and their offense and try to you know get that down that way I'm I'm versatile with any kind of team not just sticking to one team no that's a that's a great way to look at it um you know getting back to the controller just for a second sure. um you know you do uh, your creativity um uh, rains out through uh, at each and every design. But ha has there ever been like any moments uh, where someone has maybe requested something and you may have got stuck uh, on on how you truly wanted to do it? Or like, I know every day, every with everything you do is not, things don't always go perfect. But have you ever had that moment where it was like, you just was like, damn, like, you know, uh, you may not been able to fulfill it or or anything like that? Well, see, that's that's the thing. Like, I always have people that'll hit me up like they don't know what they want. So they just throw a whole bunch at me. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa slow down, slow down. <laughs> I'm the designer. I'll design something clean, something that flows. You know, I don't like to put anything out that's too noisy or too much going on to where your eyes are just all over the place. I just want a nice piece of artwork pretty much. So I always take the reins and take the lead and just tell them, OK, what are you trying to get done? Oh, I want to get you know, a Dragon Ball Z theme done or a Space Jam or whatever it may be. I'm like, all right, let me go ahead and throw something together. I'll let you critique it, see, you know, if you like it or not. And then we go from there. And that's usually how it happens. I'll go ahead and put it together. They'll approve. And once they approve, then we move forward to, you know, take the payment and then start painting on it. Okay, that's perfect. Now, um, what, like, where, like, price, where, where does your your service range from what do you mean like where does it range like from? you know low end to high end or any you know somewhere in there for like people who may want to purchase a controller like does that vary or okay so yeah it varies depending on the way i look at it is it all depends on if you're gonna go if you're gonna go if it's something simple to anything more complex design wise so like for example the snakeskin controller I didn't come up with the price Quincy did. He was like, he was telling me straight on. He was like, if anybody orders this, this is a minimum thousand dollars regardless. Cause he, he himself saw the process which a lot of people don't see. Cause I spent two months working on it with him and driving back and forth to West mm. Hollywood, knock it out with him. So he seen it firsthand and he knows what goes into it. So I was like, all right, that works. But you know, it varies anywhere from, and I always give this uh, you know, range from anywhere from 275 all the way up to 5G's. Now the 5G's people are like, oh, what is that? Like all diamond out or something? I'm like, yeah, if you want to get a controller that's legit made out of gold and it's got some kind of diamonds in it or whatever, 
it'll hit that 5G point because I got jewelers I work with where they're down to do, you know, a mold of the controller and make it out of, you know, 18 karat, 24 karat gold and put some diamonds in it, you know, go crazy with it. That's where that five grand is going to hit. But if you want something simple where just a solid color, you know, a small logo or whatever it may be, yeah, it'll be like 275, 320, 25, you know, but if it's going to get more complex where we're going detailed work and going, just going crazy with it, then it's going to slowly go up because again, a lot of people are assuming what I put out their skins or decals or stickers. I'm like, no, this is all hand painted. So the more detail work that goes into it, the more I got to pay my, my artists or my painters, because that's, that's their time that, that they're putting in to get it done. So that's that's kind of where it, I'm different than you know my competitors, and that's that's try that's kind of the message I try to put across to a lot of people that don't understand that. So I always spend time breaking it down to people and just explaining the whole process so they kind of understand where I'm coming from. No, I agree. I mean, as as somebody like myself who's big on branding, I I rather wear myself, or rather you know than than wear anything else. I mean, obviously NSGC gear I, I, I wear but like anything you know and my friends and different things like that but i always prefer to, to be authentic and really uh just wear my brand and so i i definitely understand it and when you want to do that pricing is not you know it's no question like you don't you don't because right. you'll go people go pay uh for other people's brands all day long yeah uh, so if you can do that you can definitely afford to the the pay for something that that's yours Amen. And that belongs to you. Um, what What's next uh, for custom controllers? What's next is, damn, it just, I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're in the, we're coming near the end of the years where it's my business, busiest time of the year. Can't really say much what I, what I got going on right now, just because I signed a ton of NDAs, which is always fun. So uh, that means good things. Good things is happening. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, so hopefully by by the time the new year comes out, I'll be able to show off what I've been working on. But I'm pretty sure you've seen my social media where I, you know, for example, I posted all those Xbox Elite controllers that mm-hmm. I had been on the yeah. table. That's, that in itself is one order. Can't say who it's for, but that in itself is just an order that I'm working on. That people are just still scratching their head, like, what's going on? What what am I working on? And again, for a person that just runs the whole thing and it's just a one-man team in a way, there's a lot that I can pump out and do that a lot of people are not, still can't wrap their mind around. So that's one thing. Another thing that I'm still trying to get uh, put in the works is, I don't know if you heard of uh, Boss Logic, the dude that does a lot of the uh, the crazy wallpapers and uh, graphics that that he always puts out. He's He's pretty big on social media. I think he's got a couple million followers in itself. That dude puts a, a lot of crazy artwork out. So I kind of threw him the idea, let's go ahead and put your artwork on these controllers mm. and, and brand yourself into the gaming scene because you're already putting out all this artwork and you already have a solid fan base. Let's go ahead and and mesh the two. So he likes that idea. So we'll see how that goes and if anything you know happens from it. So... I mean, let's see how it goes, because I, I usually reach out to a lot of these people that have a good, solid fan base and try to mix the two and, and you know, play off of each other. Because, again, I look at it from 
the music standpoint where if you're an up and coming artist and you're opening up for somebody bigger, you may have a fan or two that's yours, but you're also reaching out to their audience as well. And you may gain another couple, you know, that'll look at your, your brand or your, you know, your work as well. So that's how I kind of look at it whenever I do these collaborations or work with other people. No, I agree with you. I mean, you know, that's one of the reasons for collaborations. I mean, to bring uh, the powers of the two and, and, and make some real magic uh, happen. So uh, I'm I'm happy for you, man. I, I'm going to stay supportive. And uh, I, I see you doing uh, some big things uh, here soon. Um, at this portion of the show, uh, it's OG wants to know. Um, right. It's rapid fire questions. Uh, answer open as honestly as possible. Just uh, something to have fun, man. Um, right. Biggest influence? Biggest influence? Uh, I got to say my pops. Just because I, I grew up seeing him work and, and seeing him start his own businesses and seeing him, you know, pretty much he, he didn't graduate. He never got a college degree, even though he's on my ass trying to get a, you know, get a degree. But I've seen him build whatever he touches turns into gold. So that's always been my inspiration to just work hard and, and make something out of nothing. Okay. What motivates you? What motivates me is just I got something to prove, regardless if it's, you know, to you or to the next person, to whoever it may be. I feel like in myself, I got something to prove to people just because, uh, you know, everybody looks at me in a different light. I just have something that I got to prove and prove to myself that I can accomplish anything I put my mind to, even how cliche they, that may sound. I just have something to prove one way or another whether I do or don't, I just have something to prove. Okay. Favorite video game of all time. Favorite video game of all time. Yeah, it comes down to to the wrestling series. If I, you know, <laughs> take it back, you know, here comes the pain was always my go-to, you know, wrestling game. Um, or even just just the 2K series, playing, you know, 2K or better yet, burnout. Let's just go with burnout. Burnout. Just being able to crash into cars and that was always one of those games where I stayed up and played for hours. Okay. Uh, favorite sports team? Lakers. Got to go. Know, with I, I had a feeling that was coming. Favorite <laughs> athlete? Kobe. Okay. R.I.P. Favorite actor and actress? Favorite actor and actress? Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a given. The Rock, just because of how he is and his persona, his per personality, and just how funny he is. Um, actress, damn, Selma Hay uh, Hayek, good just one. because she's fiery. Hey, <laughs> hey, she, hey, she's still looking good too. Oh yeah. Uh, celebrity crush, J Lo. Okay. She uh, <laughs> hey, can't lose with that. Uh, favorite favorite movie of all time. Favorite movie of all time. Uh, Rush Hour Two. Uh, where do you see yourself in the next ten years? Man, uh, next 10 years, hopefully I got I got my own spot, uh, maybe a warehouse where I probably have some people I've employed, pretty much expand what I'm doing now on a, on a grander scale, just because ever since I started, it's always been uh, work, work from home, pretty much. Uh, I converted my garage into workspace, did that for a couple of years, and just... I've been always trying to keep my my overhead low as, as much as I could, but 
hopefully within the next 10 years, I'll be able to expand that and, you know, have a whole warehouse to where I can just do everything there rather than in my own home. But pretty much, yeah, just just expand everything on a grander scale, a grander scale and, and just do more volume pretty much. OK, um, you know, what would you tell uh, inspiring entrepreneurs like yourself? Uh, that want to to start their own company? Honestly, if, if you're going to start your own company, I say do it to where it's something you're passionate about. Because if you go if you go and chase a business and you're just looking at the money, then it automatically turns into, okay, now this is a job where I have to kind of work a nine to five in a way. Whereas if you're starting a business where it wraps around your passion, then it, it still has that excitement and that fun of doing. And, and don't get me wrong, you're going to go through a lot of struggle, a lot of BS, a lot of hardship, a lot of just ups and downs. And you'll have those moments where you're like, well, damn, I just want to give up. I don't want to do this anymore. Or, uh, you know, I've been through too much or I lost X amount and I'm not going to be able to get that back or Whatever it may be, everybody goes through it. But if you're passionate about it and, and you have that support around you, you're going to keep going until you hit that goal. And then you're just going to set another goal and just keep pushing yourself more and more. Because I've, I've been through that where I, there's multiple times where I just wanted to shut everything down and just say, you know, F it. I don't, I don't want to mess with it anymore. And then just out of the blue, God just comes in and knocks, hey, we got, I got this opportunity for you. Come back and, and redeem yourself, you know? So that's, that's just how it goes. Right. Um, you know, how can people follow you and what you do? So the best place to follow me, uh, I would say Instagram uh, and Twitter, both custom controllers, custom with a K, controllers with a K, and then a Z at the end. Because a lot of people, a lot of people spell it wrong, but that's probably the best, best place to follow me. Uh, I'm super active. So if anybody hits me up, I'm more than happy to spend, you know, five, 10 minutes talking to them and, you know, discussing whatever they want to discuss. Cause again, a lot of people look at it like, okay, well, is this a company or is this a personal page? Is this, you know, who's running the page? And, and to this day, a lot of people, whenever they approach me, they don't know that I'm running custom controllers or that I'm the one that's, that owns it or, you know, that's behind the scenes. So I'm kind of known and unknown at the same time. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, any any last words? Uh, let's see. Just just do what makes you happy, man. Uh, have fun with with life and and look at the positives. Don't look at don't don't stick on the negatives and don't you know just just do what makes you happy. You know you're gonna get a lot of people. You know starting up a business like we were just talking about. A lot of people are gonna laugh at you and they they're gonna think it's a waste of time. If you in your heart think that it's worth doing, go ahead and do it. And I couldn't agree more. Um, I want to thank you uh, for doing this interview. Um, truly appreciate it. Um, you know, I wish you nothing uh, but the best going forward um, and, and just keep, and keep pushing. And I'll be on the lookout for your uh, future success. I appreciate it, OG. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah. And I want to thank uh, everybody who uh, listened to this episode. Uh, if you want to watch on YouTube, uh, remember, you can find the OG Two Cents podcast on 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, and Podbean. And remember to sub sub to our YouTube channel. Um, follow uh, me on all social media platforms, OG King Kurt. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, shout out to my team, Strider Visuals, Box Graphics, and Cy Evermore. Uh, remember uh, to go to www.ogkingkurt.com for everything OG King Kurt and the OG Two Cents podcast. Uh, you can catch me every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday on Esports Extra with host Larry Ridley, Renee Montgomery, Kelly Wells Brinkley, Antonio Williams, Durban Royale, and producer extraordinaire Kevin Mamouzet. Uh, we talk traditional sports and esports. Uh, that's Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 7 p.m. on twitch.tv slash compete forever uh, and also Facebook Gaming and YouTube. Uh, great show. Uh, make sure you check it out. Uh, don't miss next week's episode. And remember, if it makes sense, it's an OG two cents. OG out. Let's put this work in, fellas. And much, much, much love to the entire 2K community for always showing me love. Without y'all, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.